0: Welcome to the Walk Talks Podcast, a resource produced by Southland Christian Ministries located in Ringgold, Louisiana. Our purpose is to provide you with daily devotions so that you can faithfully grow in your relationship with Christ each and every day. We hope these truths will be an encouragement to you as you hear from God's Word today.
1: Well, it's hard to believe that it's only 11 days until Christmas of... Twenty
0: twenty two. Let's go. And
1: I don't know about you guys that are listening, but Emily and I are very excited for Christmas. We're loving the season, all the amazing food, the time with family. We actually just decorated our house as well. Got a brand new Christmas tree, which is pretty exciting.
0: Yes, we did. Yeah. We got on a special deal, which is even
1: better. Yep, put a bunch of ornaments uh in our on our tree, hung some lights in our house, and it's really awesome to enjoy the festivities of this season, but I want to challenge us again today that we would not uh, just enjoy the festivities, but that we would recognize the truth about what we are celebrating. And that this would not just be something that we, a season that we pass through in a passive way, but that we would be actively worshiping the Lord for all that uh, He has done. And this week, we've kind of been on a, a little journey already. Today is Wednesday, and uh, on Monday, we talked about a name of the newborn, We talked about how his name was to be Jesus, and we looked at Matthew 1 and Luke 1. And then yesterday, we talked about how he is Emmanuel, God with us. And today, we're going to talk about another name that uh, the angel reveals to Mary in Luke chapter 1. And uh, I think we're going to read, let's see, just two verses here, Luke 1, verse 32 and 33. The Bible says that he shall be great. He's talking about Jesus here. And he shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. So remember in Luke 1, uh, this is the angel talking to Mary, assuring her of who this baby uh, was going to be. It was going to be Jesus, going to be the Messiah. And what he was going to do while he was here on earth. And in these two verses the angel gives to Mary five descriptors of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to consider those this morning. Of course, the name that we're going to focus on is Son of the Highest. But the first descriptor that that we read here in Luke 1, in verse 32, is that he shall be great. great. He shall be great. And uh, this is, of course, a wonderful reminder to all of us of Christ's dignity, Christ's ability, Christ's power. And in Matthew 5 and verse 35, Jesus says, Nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, talking about God, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Same exact word there. And Psalm 95 and verse 3 says that the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. And in some ways, in just these parallels, we're understanding already that this Jesus, this young baby boy, is God himself. And, uh, and he goes on, or the angel goes on to say that he is the son of the highest. Now, this is referring to how Jesus was to be God, because over and over in the scriptures, the Most High is called God. And I want us to consider a couple verses, actually right here in Luke, chapter 1, in verse 35, the angel says that the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest, there's that word, shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And then in verse 76 of Luke 1, the Bible says that the child, now we're talking about actually John the Baptist, shall be called the prophet of the highest.
0: Interesting. So this All this
1: this name pops up several times already in Luke one, but even later on in the book, in Luke six and verse thirty five, Jesus actually uh, calls God the Highest. He says, "But love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the Highest, for He is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil." And then again in Acts 7 and verse 48, uh, the the Bible says, How be it the Most High dwelleth not in temples made with hands, as saith the prophet. And so we're picking up this theme of, okay, this is who the Messiah is. He is the Son of the Highest. He is the Son of God. And uh, of course, that's a name that gets repeated a lot throughout the Gospels, isn't it? Yes. That we hear. And this is really important for us to draw our hearts to, even this morning, that that little baby that was born in in Bethlehem so many years ago was not just a baby boy, not just a regular human like you and me. There was something extremely special about this boy, this Jesus of Nazareth, and that is that he was from God. He is God. Mm -hmm. We considered yesterday that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus was God, and is very important for us uh, to meditate on in this Christmas season, that we don't just celebrate the birth of another human being, we are celebrating the birth of the Son of God. And this is a huge emphasis throughout all of the Gospels. So this is the name that we're going to consider today, the Son of the Highest. But the angel goes on to give some more descriptors. Not only is this boy, this son of God, great, not only is he the son of the highest, but he's also going to reign on David's throne. And this is actually a direct fulfillment of prophecy in the Old Testament. In Second Samuel, the Lord comes to David and promises him a reign that will never end. Emily, I want you to read Second Samuel 7, verses 12, 13, and 16.
0: Okay, and when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build an house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever.
1: Okay, so there it is. There's a an eternal kingdom, a kingdom that's going to last forever. Hmm. Okay, now go down and read verse
0: 16. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee, and thy throne shall be established forever.
1: Okay, so through the Messiah, through Jesus Christ, David's throne is going to be established forever. And that's why it's significant that in Luke 1, here is baby Jesus who's going to be that king. Hmm. The next descriptor is that he will reign over the house of Jacob. Now, this phrase, the house of Jacob, is actually just a common phrase used to describe the nation of Israel. And uh, you could see Exodus 19, verse 3, and Isaiah 2, 5, and other texts even in the Old Testament that will will share that with you.
0: Is that because Jacob is Israel? Like his name changed?
1: Exactly, exactly. So it was just another name to use to describe the nation. And then finally for us to consider this morning is that the kingdom that will be established through the Lord Jesus Christ will be an everlasting kingdom. In verse 33... The angel says that there shall be no end to this kingdom. And again, there's a lot of fulfillment of prophecy here, but there's also a lot of future hope and present hope that we have because of this statement. Mm-hmm. The kingdom that Christ came to earth to set up is an everlasting kingdom. And I'm reminded of what the book of Hebrews says in chapter 1 and verse 8, that uh, that thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. You know, we can rejoice this morning that the kingdom that Christ has brought to us is everlasting. And he's ruling and he is reigning today. Mm-hmm. You're kind of picking up these like kingly tones of of this, this name, the this son of the highest, because he is majestic. He is glorious. He is enthroned in beauty. And even today, he's seated at the right hand of the throne of God and uh, it was that little baby that was born born so many years ago who is the king of glory and really for us his kingship demands our worship his greatness demands our worship
0: wow you know what that actually reminds me that word worship and king reminded me of another part of the christmas story when the wise men came they were looking for what they called the king of the jews Mm -hmm. which was jesus Mm -hmm. that's neat and they were coming to worship
1: Yes. So yeah, remember when they they came and they beheld the the baby or the little boy, they fell down and they worshipped him. They gave him mm-hmm. gifts as well, and they even recognized. Herod Herod was threatened.
0: That's true. He recognized that there was a king, and he's actually enough scared to take some drastic measures. Yes, he <laughs>
1: yes he was. Yep. And so this morning we should acknowledge in our own hearts that God is in control. That God is on the throne that jesus is the king and worship him as such and really rejoice that he rules the world with truth and grace like the song says right yeah. and that our hearts would be full of joy during this christmas season and i hope that's an encouragement to you and your family this morning as we just consider who jesus is and what he did while he was here on earth he is the son of the highest
0: Thanks for listening to the Walk Talks podcast. We trust that what you've heard today has challenged your walk with God. It is our prayer that through this podcast, every listener would strive to become more like Christ and faithfully live for Him each and every
1: day. Join us next time, and God bless.